Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome everyone to the All In Podcast Show. Today, I'm excited to introduce Diane Helbig from Helbig Enterprises. Welcome to the show, Diane. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I'm excited to, to hear your story and a little bit of the backstory because we always, you know, sometimes we talk about like the successes you've had and the failures you've had, but I always like to hear like where you grew up, you know, what's your background that kind of led you to where you're at today? Wow. Okay. Well, I grew <laughs> up pretty much all over the country though I will say in suburban Detroit from third grade on, we lived in different houses, but in mm. the same city. Uh, went to Michigan State, uh, got a degree in social science, which you know, doesn't really do much. And then when I graduated, uh, my mother was sick, so I went home and just got a temp job. You know, just called a temp agency and said, just, I have to have something to do during the day while my mom's in the hospital, just, you know, give me something. So that job turned into a full-time job with them as an employee, as a supervisor that then led to supervising a couple of departments and then special projects. And then um, a year or so into it, the company sold to the competition. So I moved on uh, to a couple other companies and always in leadership. And then the company that got me to Cleveland um, was in Southfield, Michigan, and they were opening an office in Cleveland and I was director of operations. So I came to Cleveland to open the office and just decided to stay uh, because the people were happier here. And uh, then I left there and went to, you know, met my husband, had kids, whatever, went to work for, oh, they told me I had to go into sales. So right. we argued about it and I went into sales. I didn't really have a choice. Right. Learned how to be a salesperson, went to work for another company, being a salesperson. And then in 2005, my father passed away suddenly and it was a life-changing moment for me, sort of midlife crisis sort of thing. And through conversations and exploration, I landed on business coaching and realized that's what I should be doing. It took everything that I had been doing and learning my entire career and was applicable. You know, I'd always worked in small business. That's who I wanted to work with. I saw people making decisions that weren't serving them well and thought I could help. So I launched and uh, in 2006, no, yeah, 2006, mm. Uh, in February, actually, 2006, and have just been growing the business ever since, doing all kinds of things I had no idea I would ever do. Right. That's good. So so is there, um, because I, you know, obviously with all the different business owners I get to talk to over the years, and that's always interesting to me to see, like, you know, did you have a clearly defined when you, get, you knew you were going to go do something, right? You just decided what you were going to do, but did you know who you can best serve at the time? 
when you started? I did. I did. I knew I could best serve small business owners because I knew them. And my father had been a small business owner and I learned a lot from him. We, we were very close. We, you know, spoke daily. And so I, and I learned a lot of sales lessons from him, a lot mm -hmm. of leadership lessons. So I knew that was who I really wanted to be able to help because I saw them struggling in a way that I thought was unnecessary. Right. Okay. And so that's great because that's usually 99% of the battle. It's like, you know, yeah. people are trying to serve way too many people. I can help right. everybody type mindset. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Yeah. So in your journey now for many years mm -hmm. in this, you know, in this venture, you know, have you uh, ever experienced any setbacks? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a trick question. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I will say, uh, I suppose a couple of them. Um, I think the setback that, I think there were two that stand out the most for me. One was I didn't follow my own rule and the rule that I was teaching my clients, which was when someone reaches out to you with a service or, you know, do your research before you go ahead and move forward with them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that. And I ended up uh, spending a lot of money with someone who was a scam artist mm -hmm. and didn't necessarily have the money to spend. And so it was a real, that was a real hit. And, and it took me a little while to get over that and to, I guess, you know, sort of like stop eating myself up over it for being stupid. I mean, you know, I felt like I should know better. Right. You know, so that was one. And the other one was partnering with someone on a project who I really didn't know well enough to know whether it made sense right. to go into that. You know, I got all, this is what entrepreneurs do. We get all excited and fascinated and, oh my gosh, I got to do this thing. Right. And then we're in it and we think, whoa, this just isn't working. And it, it was a couple of years. And it, when I finally decided, and it was hurting my regular business. Right because of everything that was going on around it. And when I finally decided that I just had to get out of the relationship, um, it was great. You know, it was like the world opened up and I could really focus on my main business. And yeah, and so, what's, what's, what's interesting about that is like, you know, there's two things there that stand out is like when you, like there's always this other thing that you think you could be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And you get excited about it, like you mentioned, right? And then, yeah. then there's also, the that feeling of being suppressed and you know and not actually being able to you know uh, operate at your full potential right because you're distracted from your core business right thinking yeah. that this other thing is going to help you get where you want to go as well right and take attention away from the actual thing that you know is actually you know our baby right so, exactly that's right right yeah that's true that's a you know it's a great distinction you know there that to recognize and you only stayed in for a few years right I've been in similar experiences and it's not pleasant right when you know that you're not in alignment with something yeah it's terrible yeah. it's you know and and it, and I felt like I wasn't being heard like we would have meetings and talk about what we were going to do and we'd walk away from the meeting and my partner would go do like the exact opposite and, and it just you know was this what in the world is going on here and, and, you know, I should have known better. I learned an awful lot from that experience and mm -hmm. 
it actually made it easier in the future because I get a lot of people who reach out to me and say, I'd love to collaborate with you on, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's made it much easier for me to say, I don't collaborate with anybody who I haven't known for at least a year. Mm -hmm. You know, just no, just not doing it. Thank And that's good. I made the cut. You know, here we are. See? <laughs> right. So I, I broke that barrier. So, but, but I think also. I think also what's interesting is you mentioned something about uh, you know, being scammed, right? So, you know, I've done thousands and thousands of calls over the past 20 years and in the conversations with people, how much money people have invested in other coaching programs or in other, you know, consulting things or, you know, other, you know, agency related things with not getting the results. It doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing because sometimes, you know, sometimes they actually didn't do the work to make it right. Easier, right? right. And we want to justify and blame the other person, right? Mm -hmm. But I think also what's interesting about that is like, you know, it creates as business owners, it creates trust issues for us, right? And and then yeah. then it's like you keep people at an arm's length, right? And then that's not good for you either, right? You know, <laughs> so now you're on the opposite side of like, you know, like okay, how do I find balance in this and set that inner circle of like, okay, here's who I let in, right? And then occasionally I might have a conversation with somebody that could lead right. something, right? But yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and what's weird is we're talking about this, and I just really it, it was with someone who was going to get me um, PR and and get me on podcasts and things. And what's funny is we're talking about this right now, and I just got an email from someone, and that was years ago, from someone with the same sort of pitch. And I instantly went to the to the internet, put the company name in with the word reviews after it, and realized scam. You right. know, so right. Easy. Yeah. I don't have to invest any sort of decision making, thinking, anything like that. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting as you progress how you just start to weed out things and see things a lot clearer. You know, yeah. after you've experienced something that wasn't as pleasant, right? Right. But also now you can best serve people to keep them on the right track and the services you you know offer. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, they're lessons. We all have to learn lessons, and usually the most important ones are the hardest. And most painful to learn and as long as we do learn the lesson then you know it's okay so what would you say your key to you know, like your number one key to to your success has been wow um number one <laughs> i would have to say that i am just me that i i've never tried to be someone else or be like someone else or follow processes like other people. Um, I, I've always, you know, this is, you, you get what you get. I show up and I resonate with some people and I don't resonate with others and that's okay. Right. And, you know, same the other way around. Right. But as long as I'm always true to me and, and living in integrity, um, I, I think I serve my clients best that way and myself you know i can always look in the mirror and like who i see and it, that works you know that's what people yeah. don't have to guess what's right. going on right and it's it's kind of you know it's like so you're you know i don't see a lamborghini in the back you know, you know behind you like some of the stuff we see online right right not that there's anything wrong with that if that's your goal right but, but but it's you know it's used in a you know in a way so uh -huh. to manipulate right um yeah and perceive and unfortunately in that space you know uh you know a lot of people you know fall for that type of stuff right because i think that that's what they want right but and they're not being true to themselves right like who who are you really right i 
I don't know if they're being true to themselves or, you know, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of people sign up for these courses that, you know, in these deals with, I can get you blah, 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 blah. Right. And so that means that then they have to behave in a way that probably isn't genuine. It probably isn't, you know, comfortable, but they think that's what's going to get them there. For me, it doesn't work. Right. I, people can do whatever they want. I can't. I've, I'm obstinate. I'm, uh, you know, an independent, always have been. I'm, I'm not a necessarily a joiner, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, so I know me, I know that that's just not going to fly. I just have to march to my own drummer and build my own community right. around my business, around my, uh, what I have to offer people. And, and it, like I said, I mean, that works because I love my clients. I enjoy working with them mm -hmm. every day and we do good work together. And is there ever a moment where you feel like, you know, like you have like a downtime where it's like, I don't feel like doing this today? Oh, sure. <laughs> and then that would lead me to how do you get through that? Like what's, what motivates you to get back on track? Right? Yeah. Well, so then I have to, you know, it's that self-talk thing that you do where I have to say to myself, okay, listen, I get it. You don't want to do this. Just do this one thing mm -hmm. and then you can go do whatever you want for the rest of the day. Because oddly, what I find is once I do the one thing, then I'm in the groove and I'm totally motivated and it's okay just to, you know, then, then I just stay and working and, and keep doing things. And then later, right. toward the end of the day, then I'll go and, you know, go to the gym or, you know, do something that um, is just for me. Right. So, so you, you found some ways to be able to push yourself through it, right? Which is good. So, so you and you know what? Here. And if I can't, I don't. Right. Sometimes if you can't, you just have to take the day. Right. I used to call them mental health days. Right. I'm just taking a mental health day. I, I'm not going to be able to show up. It's OK. Right. Yeah, it's definitely. I think that's really powerful from a, uh, a business owner perspective, because a lot of times we'll put in more hours um, and, you know, we'll spend time doing things. Sometimes some of that time is probably wasted, you know, doing busy work that we think we yeah. need to do, right? Probably yeah, right. And then we don't take care of ourselves, right? So yeah. having that downtime is a, is a big piece, you know? It's like for me, years, a few years back, I literally started blocking out Fridays, right? And it was like, what it did for me was it forced forced me to get more done Monday through Thursday. Right. And yeah. realizing that, hey, I can go boating on Friday, right? Or I can go, you know, spend time with family and just go do something and not feel like this guilt that I have to be working, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and I think you're, you know, last year was tough. It mm -hmm. was tough for everybody, you know, and everyone had their reasons why and things that went on. And I think one of the things I, I pulled out of last year was I am really bad about self-care mm -hmm. and it's really important to every aspect of my life. And so, you know, I realized a couple of things and decided in this year, I am going to work diligently to do certain things that I know ultimately serve me, but were easy to push off because there were tasks that had to be done. Right. Okay. And uh, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to just see like, you know, how you, how you had come up with that perspective over time. Right. Of course, we didn't have this in the beginning, right? No. Figure things out. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you work from home. You can work from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. It's not good, but you can do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know that was my biggest challenge transitioning to the internet world was, you know, I had a construction business prior and it was, it was a problem, you know, because I knew when I got done at a certain time, I was done work, right? You know, right. whereas I asked, I remember asking my, one of my mentors, I said, when does it end? I said, because I'm like working until three, four o'clock in the morning. Like I, I always could find something to do, right? It's like, yes. and I, because I'm an A-type driven to get things done, it's like, right. you know, find that balance, right? Where it's like, I'll go through, through seasons where I'll set office hours and then I'll go other times where it's like, okay, I don't work late every night, but if I'm dealing with people overseas, you know, um, you know, I get to change up some hours occasionally to accommodate that, right? Right, yeah, so. right, right. But we have to be, I find that that if I think I have till I go to bed to get stuff done, right. I don't get as much done. I'm not as productive as if I say, you know what, I have till five o'clock. Right. I'm going to work until five o'clock and then I'm done. I might answer emails later. I might write an article or something, but I am actually going to be in my office until five o'clock. Right. Well, then I'm more driven. Right. 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 To, and I get a lot more done by giving myself those constraints. Right. Yes, definitely. You know, some powerful stuff to time block things out and, you know, and force yourself, you know, the, the mind games we have to play with ourselves. Yeah, right? boy. <laughs> Because <laughs> we don't have a boss, you know. <laughs> so, from a uh, uh, perspective of like a defining moment, like your all-in moment, the moment I know you shared a little bit earlier, but we didn't clarify. Like, was that the moment? Like, or was there doubt for a while, and then you finally said, "I'm all in," and this is happening. What point would you say that was? <clears throat> when I so when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. My sister suggested I become a marriage counselor. My best friend suggested I become a life coach. And I didn't know what it was. This was back you know, when my father died. And I didn't know what it was. And I started doing my research and I was on a, a discovery call with one of the coach training schools. Mm -hmm. That was my, this is it. I was writing on a piece of paper. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Like I was so excited because it, that was my turning point. That was my aha. And I'll tell you what, I was never nervous about it. It was sort of weird. The, the week that I was going to my boss to say, I want to change our relationship. I want to become an independent contractor and, and you know work with my clients that way. My husband woke up really early in the morning and came downstairs and said, this makes me nervous. And I said to him, well, would have been nice if you told me that before. <laughs> like, you know, we're in. I, I don't know what to tell you. But what I said to him was, I appreciate that. And this isn't the last decision I ever have to make. And we have to assume I'm going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I went with that. Like, I, I never took any time going, oh, my, I don't know what to do. I don't know if this will work. I, don't know. I just sort of, you know, dove into the deep end and started swimming. And, you know, had some bumps in the road and, and had some, some things come up and have learned an awful lot over those 15 years. But, but that being on that call and knowing this is it and it shouldn't be life coaching, it should be business coaching, it, it, that was it. I, I was beyond motivated. Right, that's good. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome to hear that, you know, because there's a lot of times where we think we have the defining moment, right? Um, and, you know, of course, we can only see so far, right? Yeah, right. You know, and each day you're making decisions and, and yeah. uh, you know, keeping yourself moving forward. So that's great. So from a um, uh, 
perspective of like the one thing you would share with people, right? That just that are listening that um, they may be in that position where they're doing a career change or they've started something, but they're not sure they're on the right path. What would you share with them? Wow. Well, I would certainly share that that they should remember that it's not the last decision they ever have to make. Mm -hmm. That that it's okay to say I gave it my best and this really wasn't the thing. Or or to realize that sometimes it's just a matter of shifting. It's just a matter of you know tweaking what it is that you're doing. Um, and and probably one of the well, how do I want to say this? I think one of the biggest things is that we you have to believe that in the possibilities. Like you have to be open to what could happen, what what could turn about, and don't be afraid to talk to people about it, you know, and, and not the naysayers, not the negative influences in your world, but other business owners, other, you know, people who have launched, get a mentor, just, you know, surround yourself with people who are supportive and who you can have these conversations with, because sometimes when we're in our own head, it's a really dangerous place to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can become our own worst enemy. Exactly. Right. It's pretty crowded in there and most of it's not good. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a powerful share about, you know, um, how people can clearly define some things. So I appreciate you sharing that. So sure. as we as we close out here, what what uh, what are some ways people can contact you? Oh, thanks so much. Um, so they can always go to my website, helbigenterprises.com. They can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, they can't, when they go to my website, if they want to sign up for a complimentary phone consultation, they're welcome to do that. It's 30 minutes by phone or uh, Zoom, no obligation, you know, no, no strings attached. Um, and, and those are probably the two best ways to okay. learn more about me and, and connect. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking the time today and it was great getting to know you and sharing your story with the world. So yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.